Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the price of elevation. And the reason I want to talk about that, if you think about what we talked about yesterday a little bit, uh, and how, you know, we went into a little detail about <clears throat> some of the decisions we have to make and things we have to do, and how sometimes we have, um, you know, tough moments and we have, you know, naysayers or critics or people that, you know, may come our way. Sometimes we, it's hard for us to forgive ourselves. That what we, that's what we talked about yesterday. And we talked about the importance of letting loose those chains so that we can rise, right? So that we can go higher. Let me make sure that everyone can see me. Okay, someone says, uh, Z, I'm enjoying your book and videos. They're so inspiring. I see Jester here saying hello, Z. Got to catch you when I can. Amen, amen. So I think everyone's here. Just got the number one gift of badge. Thank you so much, Big Mel. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. So I want to dive right on into the price of elevation. I don't think this is going to be a real easy uh, conversation because many of us, I mean, who don't, who don't want to rise? Who don't want to do better in life? But how many of us are really not? How many of us are willing to put in the time and to make the commitment and do the things that we need to do in order to go there? And did you know that when it comes to elevating, did you know that sometimes, many times, there's things that have to detach away from you? Are you aware of that, baby? Elevation is not always easy. Because a lot of people will be fine with you when you stay at the level that you're at right now. People don't have a problem with you. Not even the enemy, to be honest with you, if I can go there spiritually. Not even the enemy. A lot of people don't have a problem with you when you just stay low. Or when you just do just a, just a little bit to keep them comfortable. Catch this. To keep them comfortable with their version of who you are. I want to see that somebody just catch that. A lot of people are very comfortable with you staying low. And they don't have a problem with that. But baby, when you make the decision that you are going to rise and you are going to allow God to use the gifts and talents he's given you. When you make that decision and you begin to, re to act upon those decisions, that's when you're gonna discover. I've yet to meet someone who has not discovered this secret, I'm telling you. That's when you discover, oh my goodness, I didn't know that there was a price to pay. I didn't know there was a price to pay. I, I wrote a chapter in my book, Necessary, and I've been reading from my book for a couple days now. Uh, I wrote a chapter in here called The Price of Elevation. Now, some of you already have the book, so you already know that this is a pretty heavy chapter because, you know, the price of elevation doesn't, the, it, it not only involves us having to, at times, let go of others, or I like to use the term let go of strongholds because I believe many times there are strongholds sunk to keep you down, but also is letting go of ourselves, letting go of that old diversion of ourselves. And if you think that's easy, baby, you got a whole nother thing coming whole nother thing coming. The price, there is a price to pay to elevate. It's a heavy price. And not many people are, are willing to pay that price, but everybody wants to elevate. So can I read a little bit from my book? Can I read a little bit from this? I hear someone saying, hello, you are so connected. I'm grateful for your press. Thank you so much, Auntie. I appreciate that. Someone says, hi, Z, glad to see you today. Thanks for the invite, um, Auntie Z. Where can I get the book? The book is uh, 
everywhere really you can go to Amazon uh, the paperback is available on Amazon uh, worldwide so in any country you'll be able to get it and the audiobook is exclusively available on my website at zenjaglass.com um, but let me read a little bit from the price of elevation because I think this is important you know what I wasn't going to start off this the, on, on my affirmation every chapter starts with an affirmation but I want to read the affirmation first and then I want to read a little bit from the chapter so I want you all to pay uh, careful attention and if there's anyone you know that that you feel may need to hear this you know go ahead and tag them or have them join this live I don't know how all this stuff goes but some kind of way you can tag people so they can chime in but I'm gonna read a little bit um, from uh, I'm in chapter 15 for those who have my book turn to page um, turn to page 176 and you can read along with me so this is just the affirmation I want somebody to catch this okay so the affirmation says this I can't stay in this familiar territory where stagnation has become the norm. I must pay the price of elevation by allowing God to detach what is no longer needed for my next level. I can't stay in this familiar territory. I was created for so much more. I was created for more than what my eyes currently see. I was created to thrive and achieve what may seem impossible to others. Do you hear that? Do you hear that sound from above? It is the sound of our victories. They have already been won. It is the sound of elevation, baby. That's the affirmation. Now I want to read a little bit from the chapters. Is, there, is anyone catching that? Okay, I see a whole lot of comments here. A whole lot of comments. Someone says, Z, please read it. I have my book in my hand. All right, Florence, read along with me. So I want to read a little bit from chapter 15. Um, for those who are just joining, my name is Zenja Glass. Um, I'm reading from my book, Necessary. And I'm just reading a little bit to encourage you all. I'm going to end this call a little early because uh, as many of you know, I have a mentorship program. And I actually go live in that program literally at one on the dot. Um, for those who've signed up and um, that's at zenjaglass.com and today happens to be the day which I'm excited about the Wednesday uh, when we talk entrepreneur stuff so today's the day that I'm doing some entrepreneur training with them because a lot of them are trying to grow their social media channels or you know write a book or do a podcast or whatever so today's the day we go into that so I, do, I really have to end on time I'm going to end in about 20 minutes um, before I start with my mentorship group so anyway let me just read a little bit now listen to me Elevation comes with a price tag, and that price tag is called detachment. It is not an easy price to pay because we must be willing to detach from our will and become less as God becomes more. Let me bring this down a little bit. When God is honored and exalted, He defends His integrity and magnifies Himself in every area of our lives by calling us higher. That is what it means to elevate. But the question we all must answer is, are you willing to detach and go higher? That's the question. Are you willing to change some things, baby? You're working on that dream or that goal or that project or whatever it is that you want to do. Are you willing to detach from the old version of you and go to higher levels? And if the answer to that is yes, baby, you got some things coming your way. I'm not a bearer of bad news. I believe in encouraging people. You know I do. But I would be lying to you if I told you that I didn't go through a tremendous amount of trials and things in order to elevate. So let's go. Let's read on a little bit more. Sometimes that detachment is from people in our lives who were sent for only a season. My God. 
Sometimes that detachment is from unhealthy behaviors or bad habits that grieve the Holy Spirit. And you can read Ephesians uh, 4.30 on that one. Someone type in um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. And sometimes we have to detach from ourselves, our wants, our plans, and even our desires. And that's Luke 14.33. Someone write that down. Luke 14.33. Even though it hurts to detach, I've discovered it hurts even more to refuse to rise and instead to remain stagnant. It hurts so badly, especially when everything in us wants to stay comfortable, even if comfortable really isn't comfortable at all. It's strange to admit this, but if we are truly honest with ourselves, sometimes we hold on to that behavior, that person, or that old mindset because it's familiar or dare I say safe and it's during those moments of making those faithful scary and at times nerve-wracking decisions to let go that we realize it is not only necessary for our spiritual growth but also necessary for us to keep from remaining static with unfulfilled dreams and delayed destinies now check this out. I'm going to jump around a little bit. I'm not going to read everything through. Let me just see where I want to pick up here. Not everyone is willing to pay the price of elevation. Uh-oh. And you have to be okay with that. It hurts to see a loved one refuse to detach from old ways, old habits, and in some cases, harmful behavior that greatly impact not only themselves, but their families as well. Check this out, what I'm about to say now. But some people are happy just the way things are and they are not willing to let go of what holds them down to reach for higher levels now listen to this question i want you to answer this listen to the question i'm about to ask you so what do you do if god is calling you higher but your loved ones uh-oh what do you do if god is calling you higher but your loved ones don't hear the call nor take any interest in rising? What do you do if your community of friends and loved ones become resentful or criticize you as you aim for higher grounds? And how do you handle the pressures of being transformed when those in your environment are complacent and begin to become uncomfortable with this newer version of you? What do you do? I wanna see some people answer to that because I've seen far too many keep themselves low, hold themselves back, and talk themselves out of going forth because other people are gonna become un uncomfortable with this higher version of them. I've seen it. I've seen it in relationships. I've seen it with spouses. I've seen it with friends. I've seen it with coworkers, with, with neighbors, with, 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 with associates. I've seen it, not only did I see it, I used to be it. I used to be afraid of allowing God to really use the talents he's given me because I didn't want to make other people uncomfortable. I didn't want them thinking, who do you think you are? I didn't want them being uncomfortable with themselves. I didn't want to rock the boat. So I stayed in that little box that, I, that others built for me. And really I should say I stayed in that little box that I built for myself. Maybe what I'm gonna do, cause I don't have, I can't talk for too long today. I think what I'm gonna do the next time I go live, if it's the Lord's will, I'm going to read a little bit more of this chapter, but I'm going to read a chapter called, I won't apologize for going higher. Ooh, that's a strong one. 
That's a strong one. And for those who already have my book necessary, you know that's a strong one. So maybe maybe when I go live again, I'll read a little bit from I won't apologize for, for going higher. Let me drift a little bit. You guys know how I talk. I'll drift and come back. The reason why it's so important to read that chapter, I won't apologize for going higher, is because you may not realize you're apologizing. When Apologizing for going higher is when you just choose to stay low. Or, or maybe you'll do just a little something. You know, maybe you, 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 you just do a little bit, but you don't want to do too much to really put yourself out there because you don't want to offend too many people. So you're apologizing by staying low. We'll get into that one maybe tomorrow. Let me just stay on, on this one. This one is all about the price of elevation. Let me read a few comments here. So uh, some people said, um, I had a family member make comment. Oh, I already missed it because the thread went up. I'm sorry I missed it. I need the book. How do I get it? My book is uh, called Necessary Baby. It's available on Amazon as a paperback. It's available worldwide. You can pretty much go in any bookstore and order it or just order it from Amazon. Um, and the paperback, the uh, audio version is available on my website at zenjaglass.com. Thank you for asking. Um, let, let me read a few more. If God has called you, you must be obedient. I agree to that. I agree. I agree. Someone, uh, Donna, oh, I missed it, Donna. I'm sorry. Someone says, oh, wow, this is my situation uh, a few months ago. Um, I was made to feel uh, like I'm better than others and, and uh, had some hurtful remarks. Yeah, but you got to realize, baby, I want to respond to that. They were only doing what they were supposed to do. Oh, I hope you caught what I just said. They were only doing what they were supposed to do. Naysayers and critics are there for a reason. And sometimes it may appear that, you know, they love you. I don't think everyone means has a bad intention, but they, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do. Because if it was easy to rise, then everybody would be doing it. So that's why you got to be able to look at the situation and you got to look at it as a confirmation. That's a whole nother podcast, a whole nother chapter, because I've, I've talked about that before. But they were only doing what they were supposed to do. You will get to a point. Oh, my God, I want to read it and I can't. There's so much I want to do when I go live with you guys. There's a chapter in my book, chapter 16, called Thank Your Naysayers. Thank Your Naysayers. Baby, if you, if you do have my book, please just advance uh, ahead and read that chapter about Thank Your Naysayers. It took me many, 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 many years to realize my naysayers were my greatest gift. My God. It, 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 you, you can get yourself to a point where you're able to thank them. Oh, my gosh, I thank you for the thorns that you placed in my path. I think I say that in that chapter. Thank you for the thorns that you placed in my path because that's what led me to new routes, which ultimately led to my success. So you get to a point, not with arrogance. I think it's extremely important that pride be far away from you and that you walk in love and in humility. I represent Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and Savior. It is extremely important to me that you walk in love and in humility. But I want you to get to a point, baby, where you can thank your naysayers. You don't even look on them with hatred. You don't even wish bad on them. In fact, you get so bad, you get to the point where you pray for them. You pray for the people that came against you. That's a whole nother subject. Lord, let me get back on topic. Okay, so the question that I asked you all is, because I drifted when I saw your question. What was my question, you guys? Oh, so what do you do when God is calling you higher? But your friends or your co-workers or your relatives or whoever, everybody else is kind of complacent with staying low and they begin to criticize. How do you handle that? What do you do? Someone says, I actually pray for them. I hear you. Uh, Donna says, my Lord, this, my, this is so true. Someone says, what is the name of the book again? My book is called Necessary. 
Uh, my name is not on the cover. That's a long story behind that. I had to go with the vision God gave me. My name is only on the spine. And the entire book is pretty much blank on the outside with the exception of the word necessary. It's on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and order it as a paperback through any part of the world. Or you can go to my website at Zenja Glass and um, order the, um, the audio uh, book. And for those who yesterday did go to my website to sign up on my mentorship program, I'm so sorry that I didn't get back with you yesterday because we had a flood of people that uh, came in. I just, 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 just um, released the wait list. So the wait list is now lifted. For those who went yesterday, you'll be able to go today. And maybe you can actually join me at my 1 p.m. live that I'm going to do with my, with my mentees. But I have a mentorship program, and the wait list was just lifted. And I think we're going to keep it lifted for a little bit. And that's at zenjaglass.com if you're interested in uh, joining my mentorship program. But let me get back to where I'm with. Someone says, I'm, I'm glad I came across you. Love your podcast. Okay, please inform me of what to do. Just go to zenjaglass.com and you literally can just sign up. And if you sign up in time, you may be able to join me today for my one o'clock live that I'm about to do. But anyway, let me read a little bit more. So I, I asked the question, what do you do if God is calling you higher, but your loved ones don't hear the call? The answer is quite clear. You must rise anyway. You got to rise anyway. And baby, I'm telling you from experience, that's a lonely place to be. I don't know too many people who have done great things in life that didn't go through seasons of loneliness and seasons of feeling hurt and seasons of feeling like, gosh, I thought you were on my side where you at, you know, or, or seasons of just feeling like, God, I, my intentions are good. Why is it that so many people seem to be resisting me trying to be the version of myself you made me to be? You gave me these gifts and talents. And why is it that the more I strive to become the image of who you created me to be, to, to put these God-given gifts and talents to use, how is it that some of these people who've been in my life for years are now turning against me. How is it that my finances actually got worse? How is it that this situation happened? You go through seasons of loneliness. Every single time I started a business, you all know I've been in business 25, 26 years now, a couple companies. Every single time I went to another tier, I kid you not, and maybe this is just true of my life, I went through a drought, a season of where God had to get me alone. He had to tear down walls. Now, we already talked about the pruning season, which I talked about for my book, Necessary. That was chapter, I don't know, somebody put the chapter in. The pruning season was chapter five. We talked about that a couple of days ago. I won't go back into that, even though it's hard for me not to do that because there's some people on here that were not a part of that discussion. We talked about the pruning season. We even talked about the season of being hidden when God hides you. Remember we talked about that, some of you that's been on the call? Sometimes you go through those seasons. Baby, there's a price to pay of elevation. There are things in my life I had to let go of. And for those of you who've already read my book, um, uh, Necessary, you already know. Some of the things are, 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 were very serious. Some of the things I was involved in and things I was doing. And I had to let go of activities and things that I loved. But it was harmful for me. It wasn't helping me. You can't rise and take all that stuff with you, baby. It's impossible. Let God use you. Let him renew you. Let, let him form this new version of you 
so that as you rise, you're able to inspire and carry and help other people that want to go along. And for those who choose to remain stagnant, it's so unfortunate, but you have to, with love in your heart, continue to rise. Let me read a little bit more. So the answer is quite clear. I'm on page 179 of my book, Necessary for Those Who Are Following Along. And I just got a notification that I need to get prepared for my mentorship live, which I'm doing at one with people in my mentorship program. So I really got to talk a little faster. Um, it says, the, uh, the answer is quite clear, you must rise. You must pay the price of elevation by detaching from spiritual strongholds and rise. As you start rising, some people may have a huge problem with that. They may withhold their love, take away their support, misunderstand your intentions, or try to talk you out of pursuing the dream God gave you because it doesn't line up with their version of who you can become. Who are you to rise? Who do you think you are? Do you think you are better than us? Those are some of the thoughts their actions may show. But the question I ask again is, are you willing to pay the price? Can you detach from spiritual strongholds that are sent to keep you from rising or will you stay low? Will you stay low and continue to appease the desires of others so no one would become uncomfortable in your presence? And only you can answer that question, baby. You're going to stay low? You, you're going to keep playing that low card so you don't make these family members and these people get upset or feel like you're doing too much? Or here's a good one. Here's a really good one or make you feel like you're ungrateful for, for where you already are at. Ooh, that was a huge mountain for me because it was a part of me feeling like, man, God, you created me to rise. You created me to flourish. You created me to grow. You didn't create me to be just static in one place. Why is it that I feel guilty as though I'm being worldly in my heart for aspiring to grow deeper in my walk with you and to use my gifts and talents? And I had to really sit with God on that and he helped me to see that spirit ain't for me. I want you to rise. I want you to rise. I want you to go deeper with me. I put those gifts and talents in you for a reason. But sometimes we can allow others to talk us out of that or make us feel guilty that you're not grateful for where you're at now. Oh my God. I wish I could keep going with this. Mm, mm, mm. I don't have time to finish reading a couple more pages that I want to read. Let me just jump through and see what else I want to say here. My God, my God, my God. Mm, mm, mm. Let me just read a little bit more. God, please give me wisdom. I've, I've got to read a little faster. Detaching does not always mean you have to walk away from people or remove them entirely from your life. But let's not confuse that with detaching from those who are on assignments as spiritual strongholds to keep us from lifting and glorifying God. Absolutely nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. That's Romans 8, 38 through 39. Someone write that in there. This is why we must always pray. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. Someone pop that in there. Seek advice. That's Proverbs 15, verse 22. Someone write that in there. And ask God for discernment. That's Psalm 119, verse 66. Someone write that in there. And walk in love and humility. That's Ephesians 5, verse 2. 
as we make the decisions to develop healthy boundaries or detach from harmful relationships in our lives. Sometimes detachment meant I had to let go of people and never look back again. That's the God honest truth. Especially in unhealthy relationships with poor boundaries that others were not willing to respect. I did not know, listen to this, it was possible to detach from people and still love and pray for them. It was very painful during those seasons of my life because I just couldn't understand why some people were unwilling to love me enough to respect my boundaries. But when God calls us higher, we can't stay low to appease others and we can't stay low to comfort ourselves. We must pay the price of elevation by trusting his plan for our lives and rise unapologetically. For those who are just uh, joining, I'm reading a little bit from my book, Necessary. I'm reading a little bit from um, uh, the chapter called The Price of Elevation. And I'm doing my best to end this live in just a couple minutes because I got to jump on a live for my mentorship program. Uh, my book, Necessary, is available on Amazon worldwide. I see people asking. And um, um, the, audio, the audio version is on my website at zenjaglass.com. Um, so let me just read this last part. While it hurts, still rise. While everything in you wants to fix them, still rise. While you look to yourself and feel the loneliness, still rise. While you cry, still rise. While you are not confident in yourself and unsure of where God is taking you, still rise. And while you are afraid, because you don't know his full plan, still rise. We must rise. We were never created to remain stagnant. I want to read so much more. I really, really do. I've got to um, get ready for my mentorship program. Um, I, by the grace of God, it's only by his glory, and I'm asking God to please guide me. I pray, oh my God, morning, noon, and night, and throughout the day, God, please guide me. I started a mentorship program. Uh, I know there's a lot of people on the wait list. I've seen it. The wait list has been long. We literally just lifted the wait list. So if you've already been on the wait list, you can just go there and, and, and join the mentorship program if you want. And, and pretty much in my mentorship program, the only difference between that format and this format is I get to see them, we get to talk, we get to interact, and I get to do a, a teaching segment, but then I get to open it up for questions and answers and we get to talk. So I've really got to go because I'm meeting them at one um, for those who are in the program. And that's at zenjaglass.com. If anyone want to go there and sign up, I'd love to see your faces and meet you. Um, again, my, my book is on Amazon um, uh, and my audio book is on zenjaglass.com. Let me see if there's some questions real quick I'm going to answer and then I've really got to close out. Uh, a couple things. Someone says, still rise. Thank you. Amen. 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 Uh, someone is saying, thank you. God bless you. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of people saying, God bless you. Uh, bless, uh, bless you, woman of God. Thank you so much. For those who are new to me, I am not a licensed minister, just to be clear. I always have to say that because people keep calling me pastor or, or you know, or what have you. I'm not a licensed minister. I'm just a woman who loves God with all her heart, mind, body, and soul. And God has used me to go through so much in these 50-something years that I've been on this earth. And finally, he's blessed me to be able, and this was his doing, it really wasn't mine, uh, to write a book called Necessary, 
to encourage the brokenhearted. And I gotta be honest, I would be lying to you if I said I came up with that book and I came up with the idea, I didn't. I don't wanna weird anyone out because some people may think it's kind of weird to say this, but God truly did wake me up at three o'clock in the morning many years ago. And he said, I'm gonna have you write a book and call it Necessary. He even showed me the cover. That's why it just has the word necessary on it and my name wasn't on it. That's all I saw in my vision. And he says, it's gonna encourage the brokenhearted. And I can't even begin to tell you the thousands, not hundreds, thousands of comments we get in on a weekly basis, sometimes on a daily basis, of people who are saying, Z, your book has really transformed my life. I'm, I'm back into my Bible. I'm understanding it more. You know, uh, I've had a number of people say I was thinking of doing some things. I don't even want to put it out in the air what they were thinking of doing, but they said, now I have hope. So I'm so grateful that God wrote this book through me. I can't even give myself the credit. Um, but anyway, I love you all. Let me see if there's just a couple more comments real quickly. Um, someone says, your life by God that's all that matters thank you what is that kingdom business thank you for saying that baby thank you so much I appreciate that encouragement someone says you always speak to me thank you thank you every time I hear your voice I'm encouraged thank you Tamika Florence said may you stay blessed uh, Trisha says very encouraging Grace said you're doing great Z thank you uh, thank you all so much someone says um Oh, something about uh, their granddaughter. And I, my granddaughter and I do a podcast on some of the chapters in your book. It really teaches her. Well, amen. That's good to hear. Very good to hear. And I'm glad you just said that. I want to thank you all again for all of the encouraging comments. Uh, when I read the Amazon book reviews, I just read some more last night. You guys have left me so many amazing reviews. It's unreal. I read every single last one of them, and I share them with my family as well. So I want to thank you. Uh, I love you all. I love you all. Someone says, is it possible to upgrade our membership from personal to professional? Uh, to professional uh, once we start the personal. Um, I will check on that. I think it's either one or the other. And if you ever go from personal to professional, you have to just sign up for the other one and, and counsel the other one out. Uh, what she's referring to in my mentorship program, because it just launched, my God. Um, uh, there's two sections, personal development, um, which is personal and spiritual, and then there's entrepreneur. And I'm in love with both uh, because I, I obviously I've been in business for many years. And so an entrepreneur, we're, we're talking about everything from how to start a podcast, growing social media, writing books, trademarking, copy, you name it. But it also is biblical-based teaching. I want to make that clear because uh, everything I do, if I can't take God with me, I don't do it. So she's talking about uh, the uh, professional uh, section of my mentorship program. And then there's a personal. Some people are not into entrepreneurial stuff at all. They just want that personal and spiritual mentoring. Um, so there's two different types of mentorships in my program. But anyway, and that's at ZendraGlass.com. I love you all. I really got to get going because I've got to go live in 20 minutes for uh, my students and um, uh, get going. But I'm going to do my best if it's God's will. Uh, to be able to go live again tomorrow. Someone says, I'm getting the book order today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please keep in touch with me and let me know how that's going. Let me know your progress. And don't rush through the book. It really is a transformation journey where you need to take your time. Take your time and walk through each chapter and do the homework at the end of each chapter. So I'm okay with you reading it all through the first time because I've heard a lot of people say, Z, when I got your book, I couldn't stop reading. I read the whole thing through. That's fine you know, that, to do that. But then go back and read the affirmations. Read the recommended readings. Do the assignment. A lot, of, a, lot, a lot of tears went into writing that book. A lot of tears and prayer. Every chapter when you're done, you should be able to be transformed and be able to have, have picked up a tool. Remember we talked yesterday about the tools in your toolbox? You should, have, you should be able to pick up a tool and something that you should be changing and shifting as you go from chapter to chapter to chapter. So don't cheat yourself by going so fast through it, okay? So anyway, I love you all. For those who are just joining and asking, um, this is my book, Necessary. It's available on Amazon Worldwide. Uh, the audio version is available.
available exclusively on my website at gingerglass.com. And for those who are asking about the mentorship, yes, I finally just opened it up. I know there's been some of you guys waiting for a while. We've had a waiting list that's been a mile long, and I just honestly kept it closed with only just a handful of students in it, just a handful, really small amount, because we wanted to test everything out and make sure everything is working properly. We just finally finished testing everything out last night, and really, today really should be the official day, I should say, we are opening the mentorship. So it's open now. But anyway, I love you all. I'm going to do my best to go live tomorrow. Let's read through the price of elevation a little bit more tomorrow. And then I really want to get into the chapter that talks about I won't apologize for going higher because I think there are far too many people who are apologizing and staying low. And baby, you may not even realize you're apologizing. So we'll get into that. I love you guys. I got to run. All right. Someone said, someone just got the number one gifter. Thank you for the gifts. Thank you, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for the good word. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Um, someone says, is there a way I can touch base with you in regards to recording an audio book? Um, I've been able to turn mine into an audio. And, and it's funny because that's what I'm talking about in my mentorship program today. We're talking about some of those things. Um, I, I didn't even catch your name, baby. Uh, if you join the next time I go live, ask me and maybe I can answer that question. Amy says, oh, I'm late. Amy, it's okay because these lives are going to be saved on my YouTube page, the Instagram, um, as well as I'm now going to be uploading them to my podcast. My podcast is Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zenja Glass. You guys already know that. Most of you already know me. But anyway, all of these lives are being saved and recorded and uploaded. I love you guys. I got to run because I've got to get uh, to my mentorship program right now. Love you guys. Bye-bye.